dude's coffee. 9.30, going live. We did it. Bam. I think the show's a success already. Can you hear me, Hector? Hector Trinta. Can you hear me? The show is... Uh-oh, there's a text from my wife. I wonder if that means that she can't hear me. Damn it. I wonder if she's watching in the other room. Uh, let me see. No. She sent me something else. All right. Don't text me, honey. Uh, where was I? Yeah, I'm so proud that we... Uh, I'm so proud that we went live at the exact time. Hector, please let me know in the YouTube comments or in the chat if you can hear me. Uh, I can hear you. 9.30 a.m. I think it's the first time we've been exactly on time on the Sevon podcast in the history of the show. It's something that really, really frustrates me. Uh, Corey says he tried to call last night, but it didn't go through. That's weird. We got a bunch of calls, Corey. We'll keep doing that on Sunday. <laughs> Oh shit! There he is, Mo Miller. Yeah, wow, a hundred. Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, yep. Hundred and thirty some odd shows in, and we're 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 doing it. Okay, guys, I'm leaving Instagram live. Uh, check out the Sevon podcast now with Mo Miller. This is going to be a good one. We're uh, seven, eight days. Tomorrow will be one week until his big match on the Contender Series. So check in the Sevon podcast live now, or check it out later. Bye bye. Delete video. Dude, thanks for doing this. No problem. Thanks for doing this. You know, I had a, uh, I don't know if you know who these guys are, but I had a, you're a unique fighter. I had a uh, appointment with um, Daniel Rodriguez. He's the number 15 welterweight, and he, he slept through the appointment. I had an appointment with Robert Guerrero. Uh, he's the guy that fought uh, Victor Ortiz on the Manny Pacquiao card. He uh, slept through his appointment. And I had an appointment with Patty. Uh, actually, I should give I should cut Patty some slack. Patty, the baddie, the the kid who fought in the main card. Uh, we had we didn't have an official appointment, but we had something lined up last week, and it just fell through. But I think he's going to come through this week. But you know who never fucking drops the ball for me? Mo Miller. <laughs> yep. Business. Business. And I had a couple other fighters on that were just too stoned to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was joking. In Vegas, probably. Uh, holy cow! Is it is it like the biggest? So, just so you guys know, we uh, Mo Mo uh, fights at 135 pounds. He had the opportunity. He was invited to be um, on the Ultimate Fighter series, which is the huge series that I think it, is it in its 30th season. How many seasons have they done? 20th? Uh yeah, somewhere around there. Something crazy. It's it's the it's the series that the UFC does that puts fighters in a, in a house together. It actually um, blew. Season one is kind of what saved the UFC from the story that I hear. The UFC was uh, bleeding money. They did season one, and that really got the ball rolling for UFC. We all know now mm-hmm. UFC is a massively international company, and uh, Dana White's been at the helm and just killing it. And uh, so Mo was invited to be on that show. Um, he's represented by Jason House over at, at uh, Iridium Sports Agency. And then he got um, the flu, otherwise known as the um, uh, <laughs> SARS-CoV-2. And yep. so um, he had that for a couple days, and uh, but he was still ready to go. He was like, fuck it, let's roll. But for some reason, they, had some, they didn't want to spread it to the guys in the house. Jump in anywhere where I'm not being accurate here, Mo. And then, uh, so then Mo just kept his thing, kept his training alive. And like any good agent, Jason House said, yo, 
I got you another shot uh, job application to get on the UFC. And on Tuesday night, live on September 14th, you got to get in the cage and beat this dude Brandon Lewis's ass. And then, uh, <laughs> and then there's a good chance that Dana White will be like, yo, you're in. Yep, that's pretty accurate. Thank you. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You did that podcast. There's some Asian guy. I wish I could remember his name. I watched the podcast with him last night. Do you remember his name? Komoto? Uh, I did a podcast with him. Yeah, just recently, like four days ago. You maybe? said I did one with him? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name, but yeah, somewhere. I'm going to put a link to <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put a link to his podcast in there. Um, Mo, that guy has done so many podcasts with so many fighters. He's basically been doing a podcast like every day with a fighter for four years. It's nuts. He doesn't have a big following, but man, what a uh, what a just a, an amazing resource if you're if you're a fight fan. Just go there. He's interviewed everyone. Yeah, he. I checked out his page. He interviewed all levels of fighters. All levels. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um. I, this morning I pulled up the um, the bantamweight. That, that's what you're fighting, right? You're fighting 135. Mm-hmm. And you know when when I was pulling that up, I never knew this. I mean, I've only been a fan of the UFC for I don't know seven years, but I never knew this. But there's a minimum weight. So like, if you showed up at 124, they, I didn't know that there was a minimum weight. I thought like you could show up at 105 pounds, but the minimum weight for bantamweight is 125, and the maximum is 136, right? With the one pound leeway. Correct. And man, that that class has that that class is crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of good fighters there. Crazy, Aljamain, Peter Yan, TJ, Corey, Jose, Rob Font. Man, Rob Font is exploding on the scene, right? Uh, Marlon Morass, uh, Frankie Edgar, uh, uh, Pedro, Cody, Dominic Cruz is still in there. Yeah, it's pretty deep. Woo! Yeah, and then and then down there in the bottom is sugar is is Shane O'Malley. <laughs> yeah. Damn! Even the guys at the bottom are scary. And 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 Marlon is Marlon also represented by Jason. By Morales. Marlon. Uh, no, Marlon Vera. Yeah, Cheeto. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. How? So where are you right? So where are you right now? Uh. Well, I just finished up my uh, last hard run probably an hour ago. So I just did a 10K. And uh, that's what we do to end our camp. So uh, I'm chilling today. I meet with my coaches tomorrow and we just do uh, technique. And we'll just pretty much do that throughout the week as I cut weight. And, And what city are you in right now? Cleveland. And when do you fly to Vegas? Saturday, September 11th. Okay. And so right now it's 11th. Is it 11.30 for you? 12.37. Okay. So you're in three hours ahead. So you re- you woke up this morning and, and what did you eat this morning? Nothing. <laughs> you just got up and ran six miles. Yep. And did you run it solo? No, I had a, uh, I normally run it solo, but since the gym is closed today, uh, we have like a little route we take near the gym. So I had a friend of mine uh, running with me. I prepped him last night, and he was down. So it was easier to run with somebody. 
And is it a um it's it's a six K route that everyone at the gym knows, like, hey, go do the six or the ten K, go run the six miles. Yep. And and who ran who ran it with you? And did he does is he a faster runner than you or slower runner than you? Uh he normally runs uh probably more than me, but he's also an MMA fighter. His name is uh Brian Hauser. Brian Doogie Hauser. <laughs> That's what his fight name is. Uh yeah, you can look him up. Uh, he haven't fought recently, but is looking for a fight now. Uh, but he stays in shape pretty much all year round, and he's a good runner. So uh, I know if I could keep a good pace with him, I'm in decent shape. So he's he's kind of he's the rabbit. You chose him because you wanted someone who just would just make sure keep you honest. Yep, yep, yep. And um, how much do you weigh right now? Uh, right now I'm like. 148. Oh, so that sounds like it's on target, right? Yep, we on target. And when and how much did you weigh when you entered camp? Uh, probably like 57. Okay. 56-ish. And is that tell tell me about like the the plan? Like like is the plan to come in at 157 is the plan a week before to be at 148? Can you kind of walk us us knuckleheads through that? <clears throat> So uh, I like to enter the cage around what I am now, 48 to 50. Uh, 57 was when I started the camp. So uh, that's me eating whatever I want, pretty much. So uh, I don't want to enter the cage at that weight because uh, that's 20 pounds. You know what I mean? And one day from weigh-ins. So I don't want to be too sluggish. You know what I mean? I think. 15 pounds because uh, it'll come with the liquid you know what I mean because uh, you're cutting pretty much water weight out so the weight will come on quick but uh, I like to rehydrate up to uh, 150 I think that's a good weight uh, walking into the cage so you fight on September 14th do you know what I believe it's 8pm Eastern time uh, so I'm not sure all those details, but I'm sure, uh, this coming week, I'll know more. And we can watch it live. Yep. Uh, and do, ESPN plus ESPN plus. So if you want to watch Mo interview for a job to work at the UFC, you have to <laughs> tune in September 14th, which is a Tuesday. It's a week from tomorrow. On ESPN Plus, I will definitely 100% watch. Okay, so you fight on the 14th. So on September 13th, you weigh in on Monday. Yes. And what time do you weigh in? Um, I'm not sure how they do it. I'm pretty sure it's sometime in the morning to get a fighter's enough time to rehydrate. Maybe. Uh, I would assume it's in the morning, but I'm not sure the details yet. And do you know what the protocol is? Let's say, let's say you were on, like, let's say you're on a UFC card. Who, who weighs in first? Is it, is it, do they do it in the order of the card? Or if like someone huge is on the card, like if, if Jose Aldo's on the card, does he get to weigh in first? Cause he's the big dog. Uh, I think they do it. Uh, cause fighters, uh, I think it's a window. So say if it starts at 10 AM, you probably get till noon to weigh in. So, if I'm not on weight at 10 a.m., I have time to weigh in just uh, before noon or whatever so, time. It. 
So it's not a fight to be like the first one to weigh in so you can just start eating again. Like you, there's not like a line out the door like at 9.56 like, oh, shit, everyone's trying to get on the scale so they can start eating. Uh, if everyone's on weight, you know what I mean? If you're on weight, you want to <laughs> do it. Uh, you you want to be first in line. But uh, if you're not on weight and you know you need a little time, uh, I think they give you a window. How... um how hungry are you? So you get on the scale, like how, how quickly do you start eating? Like I'm thinking like if it's me, I get on the scale and the second I get off, there's someone there with like a bag and I just start eating out of it. Is it like that? Yeah, it's pretty much like that. Uh, I used to eat food right away. Uh, but that's not good when you are trying to rehydrate. Uh, so you gotta still have patience for my experience. You still gotta have a little patience after the weigh in. So you pretty much want to, get all the liquids back in you first. So you probably, I probably won't eat for uh two, three hours after weighing. And, and so, and when you say not eat, you mean not solids, but you'll drink liquids? Liquids and probably a smoothie. Gotcha. And what will be in the smoothie? Uh, I like strawberry mango. I pretty much get that like wherever I go. Uh, some protein, some greens if possible. Uh, but just all the healthy stuff. And, and do you bring that yourself or you just go like to Jamba Juice or just to the hotel lobby or something and just order it? Yeah, I, uh, you can't. If the fight is in Ohio, I prepare myself. But since I'm going to Vegas, I have to be there September 11th. So three days before. So I don't I can't really pack everything I need. So uh Normally, they have like a shuttle or something to take you to the nearest grocery store or me and my coach normally a walk around the area we're in, uh, find a local store and get it. And most of the stores have what you need. What's your, coach's, I, what's your coach's name again? Marcus Marinelli is my head coach and uh, That's right. Alex C- Cooper is my uh, boxing coach who will be traveling traveling with me also. Do you, is is there any concern that like you would order something from a um just from like a Jamba Juice or just some place like that and the shit would be tainted and it would cause you to pop? Like, does there become a point where you're just like, hey, I'm not putting anything in my body unless like I like I know, no, 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 not at not after like weighing. I mean, you want to put a you don't have that health. level of paranoia yet. No, I don't. I hope they wouldn't do that. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I don't mean someone. I don't mean someone would do it intentionally. By the way, I just mean just like, uh, just I think like some UFC. Uh, they pretty much. I don't think none of that stuff should be, or I guess with the protein or whatever is possible. But uh, yeah, when I get there, I'm thinking about the fight. Whatever, <laughs> I don't really care about. <laughs> Hopefully not, but I'm not thinking about that. My my kids, uh, Mo, my kids just started doing um, jiu-jitsu tournaments. I shouldn't say st- – they, they did one uh, in Stockton, California. That's where uh, home of Nate and Nick Diaz. There were people from yep, their yep. academy there. And then they have another one this weekend in Santa Cruz. And my boys are young, four and six. And someone, one of the guys um, recently was telling me that that whole scene is just flooded with steroids. Just like the, the whole – 
the whole um, competition jujitsu scene is flooded with steroids, and I and I, I don't see it right. And I'm I've been in the CrossFit scene for 15 years, and they say it's flooded with steroids, and and I've been like intimate with it, and I haven't seen it. Very 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 few, right? And especially not the top guys. It's usually like guys at the bottom. Um, and then um, and then and then you hear people like Nate and. Uh, is it Nate? You've heard Nate say, "Hey, everyone in the scene is on steroids." Do you do you have an opinion about that? Like, do you see it? Uh, yeah, I know for a fact. Uh, people doing it. Uh, I think in all individual sports, uh, it's maybe not the steroids that get you super muscular. You know what I mean? But stuff for endurance and not to get tired. And I know they doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, like the stuff that TJ popped for or the stuff that the um, uh, Tour de France guys use, the EPO stuff. Yeah, I, I know that. I'm not sure about jujitsu because uh, I really don't compete in jujitsu. I just train it. Uh, but I can see that. You know what I mean? I think it's a lot of people out there who don't believe in themselves. You know what I mean? Or feel they, they aren't enough, especially in individual sports. So, uh, yeah, it's cheaters everywhere. It's interesting. I, I have a lot of friends who are in the military or who've been in the military. And I always thought like if I was going overseas to fight and it was a life or death situation, like I would do whatever it took. Like, yeah, that's one yeah. place I would, I would juice myself. I mean, I've never done it. I've, I've always been interested in doing it. I think my window closed. I'm 49 now. I just like, just don't think it's going to happen. That's the best time. Yeah. <laughs> when you you losing your youth. <laughs> Get that 19-year-old Woody back. Um uh but uh but man if it's a life or, and, and that's why like I like I I know the NFL is not necessarily life or death but definitely going overseas to fight in the war is life or death so you might as well just get fucking strong and as fucking mentally strong as you can. And then and then if, if all if out of all the sports obviously you, I mean I mean, it's crazy, dude. You're applying for a job where you have to go in. I mean, it's kind of like a movie what you're doing, right? It's kind of like some movie we would have watched at this kid. Uh, um, it's like some Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. What was it like, Running Man? I mean, it's yeah. not life or death if you lose, but like you're it. it to, you're going in there to, to some beat people, people up. Like this. Pardon me. Right. So, uh, as to some people, it is life or death. You know what I mean. A lot of fighters come from. Uh, a lot of fighters need money, right? You know what I mean. So uh, they they might have been on a three fight losing skit. You know what I mean. About to get cut and uh, feel like that's the only thing that can up their level. You know what I mean. So uh, I I uh, it's different situations. I would never do it. Uh, just conscious. Uh, I know I would be cheating. You know what I mean. So. I like to work for my stuff. If I, if I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. If I was to go to war, maybe, you know what I mean? Cause ain't no fairness in war, but, uh, when it's one-on-one and, uh, a martial art, you know what I mean? You're supposed to respect that. And, uh, if you, I just couldn't do it and, and win and know and be proud of myself. You know what I mean? It's, did you see this um, 18-year-old girl who died last week, this boxer? Yeah, I didn't look into it, but I seen people uh, – yeah, I didn't know she was 18. That's, that's – wow. I, I, I think she was. 
I need to double check, but I'm, but I'm 99% sure she was. Is that, um, that hasn't happened in MMA, huh? Uh, someone or shall died. I say it, I, shall I say it hasn't happened in the UFC? No one's ever died in the UFC. To my knowledge, no. Yeah, to my knowledge either. Um, Someone wrote in the comments, Corey Pulido, please, I want to see Savon all juiced up. Dude, I want to see myself all juiced up too. I'm too busy to get all juiced up. Do it. This with this guy, this guy I knew. Um there's a guy in the sport, there's a guy in CrossFit who I really like, and he got caught for cheating and, and I looked on what he did. So then I went on this is a couple of years ago. So I went online to see what that stuff was that he took and I was like started researching it and then I tried to order it and everywhere I tried to order it was sold out. And then like, you know, twenty four hours later I lost interest. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not I'm not getting all juiced up. Um and then there's people who are just like just open about it, right? Like Joe Rogan's just like talks about it just openly. Yeah, I'm all juiced up or whatever the fuck he's on. Um, which I think I think honesty above all else is the most important thing. That's sort of the saddest thing about drugs is that it forces people to lie, and that that's, that part sucks because that just erodes at, at our soul when you have to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I mean with the conscience. Yeah, it's no, it's no fun. Life's better when you're free, right? You can just say whatever the fuck you want. Just <laughs> yep. like you don't have to like guard some secret. Um. <laughs> Someone else just wrote in the comments, hey, the donations for your show would flood in if you promised to spend them on gear. God, you guys are bad people. <laughs> oh, I can't see no comments. I'm looking at both. I'm looking, I have the YouTube open on one computer in the back because the okay, show is okay, live. Okay. And uh, then I can see it uh, on this riverside that we're using. Um, so, uh, so, so did you ever think about that? Like, like the the fact that you're putting yourself in harm's way, or is that not even with uh, you just, just saying? But going back to the referring back lady. to the girl, yes, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think about it uh, every fight, or I I kind of made my style from thinking about it. You know what I mean? Uh, when I was when I first started fighting, I didn't have no insurance, <laughs> so I was I wanted to be uh, very defensively responsible. You know what I mean? Uh, so even as an amateur, uh, everything was pretty much calculated. Uh, fight, even if I didn't have the skill set, uh, I understood the risk. So uh, every fighter I had always had their own game plan. You know what I mean? Uh, and, I, and if I stick to the game plan, the risk lowers of getting hurt. You know what I mean? So uh, that's kind of how I've been doing it. I got insurance now. <laughs> But uh, it was always in my mind that, like, okay, if I get hurt, how am I going to take care of this? You know what I mean? So just uh, having that in my mind and uh, really working on uh, my defense and defense techniques and offensive position to not allow me to be in a bad spot uh, throughout the fight to where I am risking that. Uh, Luckily, I am good at wrestling, so if uh, too many head strikes. <laughs> I can try and get the takedown. You know what I mean? MMA is a little different. Boxing, uh, you kind of, if the ref don't step in and your defense not there, you pretty much on your own. You know what I mean? And most of the blows are to the head. So boxing is a little different. Uh, MMA gloves are smaller, obviously, but it's a lot more different techniques that you can use in my opinion, to protect yourself. 
Did you see the um, uh, last night when I was lo- digging around the contender series? Did you see that fight fight with AJ Fletcher? That's my boy. Uh, I seen his. That's the only one I seen. Oh, you know him? Yeah, he used to. Uh, I got a teammate from Louisiana, and AJ. That's that's funny. You brought him up, AJ. Uh, my teammate used to bring AJ to our gym in Cleveland. And, so and, and, I, go ahead. I kind of knew him for a couple of years. We're pretty good friends. Is he he is he heavier than you? Yeah, that dude is a tank. He started uh when I met him, he was a 155 pro on his contenders fight that he fought at 170. Oh shit. Yeah. That guy he fought was so freaking good. Really? Guy, See, I didn't know the uh that, opponent too much, but anyway, did you see and you watched that fight you said? Yeah, that's the only one I watched. Were you were you impressed with age? So he's not a wrestler. He's a soccer player, football, baseball player. If 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 the contender series is is representing him right, and did, when he would get punched in the face, he would switch to it. He would just hit a double leg. Right. It was crazy. I'm like, how is the? I mean, tell, was that was he doing everything perfect? Yeah, he was following his game plan. I think he knew he had a tough opponent in front of him, uh, and he was pretty much just being defensive, responsible until that moment came, to the knee came. Yeah, I mean, it was just nuts. That guy would crack him, and he wouldn't even. He would, just, boom, double leg. He's like, ah, I'm not doing that. And, yeah, and, it, and I was like, how is this guy not a wrestler? I mean, that it, it was nuts. When I first met him, I asked my teammate, I was like, this dude got to be a wrestler, just the way he was built. You know what I mean? And no, he's a really good striker uh, who can wrestle. And his fit, he, um, he extremely articulate, smart. Um, and, and a face that looks like it's just made to be punched. Like, I just see that guy. Like, that's the guy, like, if I see him in the bar, it's like he's the guy you either buy a drink or you go change bars. Like, if I saw him at the bar, I'd buy him a drink or I'd be like, oh, let's go somewhere else. You know, it just yeah, looks like, bar. yeah, he just looks like, like, if you hit him with the chair, like, not like he just turns around and looks at you. He just looks, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got that. But, but, but incredibly articulate and smart. It's interesting. He was, he was saying he was, uh, I think he said he was going to be pre-med. It's always interesting to hear stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AJ. Uh, I don't know too much of that story, like the pre med and everything, but just from being around him, uh, he's a smart kid, and uh, the way he fights translates. So, uh, good luck to him. If 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 anyone anyone who hasn't seen that fight, you should go look it up. It was uh, last week. It's AJ Fletcher. It's a very uh, short fight. You will see a knockout that is probably top 10 in my opinion in the history of my seven years of watching ufc it is up there with uh i'd say it's even crazier than jorge's and ben Askren's. i mean it is something yeah i mean that that guy that guy he knocks out is such a badass and and it's great that knee is crazy yeah and he's so explosive yeah so most of his knockouts are like that if you what? look up his fights okay I'll definitely look him up. I'm gonna try to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah um, get him. I will. Um, so, so um, d- before I ask you if there's pressure on you, what kind of pressure you feel? Wh- what is pressure? Uh, to me, what is pressure? Uh, it's a it's different for everyone, I guess. Uh, but pressure is just an outside an outside source. That's uh. 
it can motivate you or it can break you or mess up your performance. And uh, it's either those two, I think. Uh, so just learning how to control that. Go ahead. No, no, well, so I, that's very interesting. I never thought of it like that. So some people would say there's no, I, I don't feel pressure. They say this shit and you're like, uh-huh, right. But I, I, I it's kind of like homeostasis. It's like being a parent. There is no middle ground. Every time you talk to your kids, you're either being a good parent or a bad parent. There's no like, there's no homeostasis. So I, I'm kind of thinking of it like that. You're saying there's pressure and you're either using it to benefit you or, or it's fucking you up. Like yeah, that's, that's it. what it does. <laughs> <laughs> if it's on top of you, it's pushing you down. And if you got it under you, it's pushing you up. So you just have to make yeah, sure. You gotta, Go ahead. You got to. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but you got to you got to use it. You know what I mean? Because you got to be 100 percent sure if if going into the fight, like nothing will break me. Nothing. I'm here to do a job. If you're not, if you in the middle when it's time to walk out, your thoughts are everywhere. You know what I mean? So like, you're not focused. Like I try and end all that, uh, in the locker room or on the way to the locker room. So before, once the walkout comes, like my mind is made up, you know what I mean? So, uh, I think a lot of people deal with it differently. Uh, I don't really care what no one says because, uh, I'm the only one who got to get in the cage. You know what I mean? So, uh, Pressure, uh, I learned to deal with it through wrestling all my years. Um, and it has broken me sometimes, you know what I mean? Or I wasn't able to perform. And and the pressure wasn't even uh, nothing big or something. You know what I mean? Like at the, at the end of the wrestling match, I hyped myself up for no reason. You know what I mean? So I learned that throughout the years. Like most of the time, it's not as scary as you think. You know what I mean? So uh, just knowing that and uh, just the years of repetition, like mental reps uh, and and understanding how I deal with things in the locker room and on the way out. Uh, and it's like a pattern. Once I get it all in order, um, my mind is made up and it is what it is. <laughs> Does someone teach you that or do you have to figure that out? Uh, I, how to utilize pressure? Yeah, not. I'm sure I had many coaches uh, and teammates explaining it to me throughout the years or how they dealt with it. But it's something uh, you got to figure out yourself on how to deal with it. Uh, yeah, I just, I just years of comp, years of competing. I found out what works, what doesn't. You know what I mean? Uh, I love self talk in the locker room, uh, just hyping my own self up. Uh, just repeating certain things over and over uh, to where I truly believe it. And by that time, uh, once I walk out, like everything is like a tunnel. You know what I mean? So most people, when they walk out, they forget everything. It's just, did you cope with it beforehand, in my opinion? So uh, once I deal with it, uh, I'm good to go. You're you're in the you're in the locker room and you want to do the self talk. This is going to be I'm almost embarrassed to ask this question. It shows how naive I am. But you want to do the self talk. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever feel? Um, do you have to like get over what everyone else thinks? 
Like, like you know, like when you don't want to dance because people are watching. I don't know if it was like that for you, but it's like the sixth grade dance, and you don't want to dance because you don't know how to dance, and everyone's like watching. Is it like? Is there? Do you have to like be like way beyond that? Like as you're about to go out and fight, like you're in the locker room. Like I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Like yeah, fuck all y'all. I'm talking to myself now. This like fuck you. This I'll dance however the fuck I want. I'm not embarrassed about shit. Yeah, that's uh, you almost got to be that because people's opinions don't matter. You know what I mean? Like most people, uh, I don't know about this fight, but most people in the crowd is is drunk or having a good time. You know what I mean? Yelling out crazy things. So uh, as long as I can hear my coaches and I'm on the same page, page as my coaches, uh, once I sign the contract, I don't care what nobody thinks. You know what I mean? So I already got months train and not caring what nobody think you know what i right. mean like right like if you have to adjust your cock and balls out there it's like i don't give a fuck what camera sees me like my cock and balls are gonna be good i'll pick my <laughs> nose i'll do whatever the fuck I, my shit is gonna be straight yeah yeah i don't care about nothing <laughs> okay okay got it um and so Josh was supposed to be on the show today, and I and I, th- I think he had boxing training. But I did a podcast with Josh. Well, I don't know uh, last week, and his personality is changing as we get closer to the show. Now he's not as close as you are. His is on the 18th, but he's not as nice as he used to be. Uh, I don't want to say he's mean. He's not being mean. He's just like like yeah. so- something's changing. Yeah, he's getting closer. And he can feel that. He can feel that pressure. <laughs> so I don't know if it's the pressure or or what the whatever, but he is real. Like he can feel it, and he know he got to dial in and make sure he crossing the T's, dotting the I's. Because uh, we can sit here and joke on this podcast, but he he the one who got to go out there in front of the world and do it. You know what I mean? So uh, and this like I, I'm at I go to work still uh and um, I'm at the gym and everybody is running up and and getting excited so I'm seeing a hundred people a day you know what I mean so uh they all talking the same thing you know what I mean and you don't want to be like mean to them but like a lot of regular people don't really understand how uh how you gotta get you have to put your you can't just flip the switch on on fight night you know what I mean? Like you gotta be, or at least for me, you gotta be a savage these weeks. You know what I mean? Like your mind gotta be made up in these weeks. You know what I mean? Like every day of training is is important. So like you can't let everybody come up to you like, oh, you're gonna beat his ass, blase blase. You gotta make sure you're putting in the work to do that. You know what I mean? So uh I know Josh is feeling uh, a little pressure, you know what I mean? Because it's new to him. The text yeah. messages are getting shorter. If yeah. I call him, he's, you know, instead of answering and saying what, he responds with what. You know what I mean? He's just, he's just getting like, yeah, like his time is getting, no, yeah, he's not fucking around. No small talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. No wasting energy. Just like. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you seem like you understand that though. Uh Oh, I appreciate it. I'm I'm glad to be close to people like you, so I can to watch it. I like a good. Tell me if 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 telling me to fuck off is going to help you win the fight. I'm here for you. Right. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. I'm here for you. I'm in yeah. your corner. Call me a piece of shit. I just want you to win. <laughs> and and we don't mean no harm. You know. No. What I mean? That's what. Like I hear this all the time. Like you act different when you got a fight, or and I'm like I'm supposed to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all like the wins. Y'all like everything that come with it you know what i mean so 
just let us focus and uh and prepare for this because it's not a regular thing. You know what I mean? We we really going in there fight for our lives. Like you just seen the young girl. Right. You know what I mean? You, um I uh there's in, in CrossFit there's a guy named Matt Fraser and he is the um five times fittest man in the world. And to do that, he's had to put himself through just amazing just discomfort, right? A different discomfort than getting punched in the face, but he has to go to a place, you know, every single day for fucking five years, three hundred days a year, where he pushes his body so hard that he can't catch his breath, right? Just that like that assault bike. Like he said basically he gets up would get up every morning and sell his soul to the assault bike. You know what that thing is? Yeah, that's up. <laughs> yeah, that's and you know, like when you ride it so hard, you want to vomit. Yeah, that's he just thing. he just lived like that for five years, and basically, like it's so hard for the rest of us to who don't have that capability to keep reminding ourselves, like, hey, man, these are eagles, and they soar high. And as much as you want to build a cage around them and keep them for yourself, you can't, or else, like, you ruin everything. The, the metaphor I'm saying is, is like, you see a bald eagle and you'll want it as a pet, but the second you put it in its cage, everything you like about it's gone. It's not right. going to be hunting fish. It's not going to be building giant 20 foot nest. It's not going to be like fucking being a badass. And so it's crazy. You know, like some, some girl might see Mo Miller and be like, oh my God, I, I, I want to be a part of his life. But the truth is, is like, hey, like being a part of his life is kind of like watching a TV set. You can't. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good analogy. <laughs> he's doing his own thing. Like you can, if like the way to stay close to people who excel is to be a witness. You're not like some fucking participant. It's not like a normal relationship where you're going to be like, hey, I made you dinner. Why aren't you eating it? Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I, as harsh as it sounds, but it's like this person has to eat. Like, why are you sleeping on in the, in the other bedroom? Why aren't you sleeping with me? Do, do you not love me? It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm a, like, you can't put any of that on the on the Eagles. Right. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, like you got to let him sleep on the floor. You got to let or, or her. Let's say that like you're dead. It's the same way. If you're a dude and you want to be the girl who's the best at what she does, you got to give him fucking space. Can't bring yeah, any you of your gotta, drama. You're just there as a witness. Or be with somebody who understands it. You know right. What I mean, or been a part of that type of lifestyle. Yeah, I think uh, so. I try not to get too mad at those people. You know what I mean? Because everybody is excited. You know what I mean? Especially the people close to me or the people I work with, you know what I mean? They're all excited and they all want to talk. So I try not to take it too personal, but uh, there's like so many questions. <laughs> so many. When I see people... When I see people, people like Manny Pacquiao, who's got like an entourage of like a hundred dudes, and his wife is like terrified, like the whole time she's like freaking out in the audience. And then, have you ever seen his mom in the audience? She's like casting spells. Have you ever seen that? No, it's crazy. I don't know how he does it. I, I like it's like his world is so chaotic, and yet he's at the top of his game. Did you watch that fight, Pacquiao's? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Did you think he? I didn't think he had any business in the ring with that guy. That guy was too big. Uh, everybody at that weight, because Pacquiao moved up to that weight, so uh, he was supposed to fight Errol Spence. Errol Spence would have been that big, you know what I mean? So uh, he's pretty fast, so he does have success sometimes against those fighters. But uh, yeah, Ugas is uh, he he had a good jab, and he was a bigger opponent. He shouldn't have took that fight. Who, Manny? <laughs> yeah, he should have just waited. Yeah, that guy was like that guy's like a statue too. He's like, I mean, he's he one of the amazing. top fighters. 
Lucas is like the fourth ranked guy. You know he what I mean? A, so like, he was amazing and aggressive. Ooh. Yeah, bro. On the, I'm guessing the pressure is is part of the. I, in the fight game, if you win the fight, you always move forward, right? And I guess a or, or that's ideal, right? Like ideal. it's a it's a step forward. And if you lose a fight, it's not always step back. But where you are in your career, this is like, this isn't just a, any fight. Right, I gotta win. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because if you do, I mean, have you thought about Plan B, or is there you don't even think about Plan B? Uh, I I understand uh, what I'm getting into. You know what I mean. Uh, every fight I know is fifty fifty. I can win, I can lose. No matter who favored, it's one on one. So. Uh, I know I can lose. I haven't fought this year, so I, to me, I'm oh and no. You know what I mean. I like to restart every year, like so. Those other fights, it don't really matter. Uh, a lot of the experience I got, that's what I take from those other fights. But right now, I'm oh and no, so I'm just want to get one win in 2021. You know what I mean. So I, I'm oh and no. I want to be one and no. You know what I mean. So, but. But but both of your records in reality are six and zero, oh, right? It's two undefeated guys. Five and zero, oh, yeah. Five and zero. Oh. Wow. And and even if you win, it's not guaranteed you go to the UFC, right? Mm-mm. Nope. Man. So you got to have a a good performance. So that's the pressure you speaking of. Uh, but I don't like to. Uh, I think all my fights, I have a good performance you know what i mean i agree i agree i don't don't think you need to worry about that shit either i think all your fights have been amazing too i don't think you need a knockout or i want a knockout or a submission but i think a a real excellent performance uh that shows martial arts would get me there you know what i mean so i don't think it always has to be a knockout that's where i think a lot of people mess up on the contender series is doing too much and putting herself out of position, trying to land a flying knee or spinning, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I got a lot of skills, so I'm going to show them, and I'm going to be technical and aggressive like I always am. Uh, if that lead to a finish, that lead to a finish. If not, it will be a dominant performance either way. So I don't I don't really uh, – and if he don't if, – if Dana White or whoever making that decision can't, like, see – the skill level, you know what I mean? Then I got to try again. But uh, if they know fighting, which I'm sure they do, they're going to be able to see the level. I, I was surprised yesterday to see that, I guess, the first time Kevin Holland fought on the Contender Series, he didn't get a contract, and he won. Right, right, right. And then Maybe because he, he was talking too much. <laughs> yeah. that t- I mean, I enjoy talking, but, man, that is a lot of talking he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is crazy amount of talking. Does every fight have talking in it? Does every uh, none of mine? Really, there's none. I would like somebody to talk, <laughs> just to bring out. You know what I mean? But some of these dudes, they don't. They just fight. So, uh, but uh, like a lot of my boxing work, uh, boxers talk trash. 
You know what I mean? So, like, I love the back and forth because it, it brings out the intensity and it makes you uh, go a little harder. So, yeah, I, uh, MMA guys don't really talk. <laughs> I think it would be hard to not admire your work. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like you're on top of someone ground and pound and not just be like – like, I mean – uh what was it was it nate seemed to waste time when he fought um when he pointed at uh what's the guy's name leon leon edwards he pointed at him for too long and then leon recovered but on the other hand i kind of like yeah like it must be hard not to be like holy shit i just fucked you up yeah uh say you gotta be nate is focused on the entertainment part too you know what i mean so like he got a lot of love for doing those antics in the crowd. So I think that's, uh, I think he consciously does that. Uh, but me, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm just going to look for the kill. Like I don't get paid to go 15 minutes or two minutes. They are the same. So I, I think I got a good killer instinct, uh, that I always had. So anytime I get a chance to finish, I'm going to finish. Do you, do you get paid to be on the contender series? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And yeah. and and do they pay for your airfare and all that stuff? They fly you out there in the hotel and all that. Mm-hmm. What do you have to pay for? Do you have to pay for anything? When I get paid, I got to pay for like the coaching and the managers and maybe okay. taxes and all that stuff. But of course, the taxes. Damn it, it's the taxes. Right. <laughs> as far as uh. Just traveling, and I guess I got it. Maybe they might have some food and or whatever after weigh-ins, but uh, I plan on taking care of that. But other than that, they get me there, and hotels all paid for. Do they fly you first class? No, uh, okay. I don't know about this one. Uh, they the first time UFC flew me out was uh, I just went in July to do those media things so it wasn't first class but it was better than spirit (laughs) (laughs) right hey have they what do they send are they going to send it when do they send a camera crew out to you do they send a camera crew to you to do promotions i did i that flew out that's oh that was that was for so that's done that's in the can yeah i did uh they already showed me i don't know if you watched uh not this week but the last two weekends they uh they on a ufc fight nights they showed my card that I'm going to be on. And they did a little commercial we had that I did in July. They aired it two weeks ago. So no. they, they've been promoting. Was it on last? I, I, I've scrolled through all of last week's looking for promotion of uh, next week's, of, of the 14th. And I didn't see it. You're, so it's on there somewhere? That's like in the two-hour version, right? That's on ESPN+. Plus. This one was uh, Who Just Fought. Did you post it in your Instagram, like a copy of it, the promo? Yeah, I posted what somebody tagged me in from watching it. They were watching it, and then oh, uh, I, I'm gonna rip it when I, when we get off and post it, and I'll send you a copy too. I'll send you the. I don't have that exact because I wasn't even watching the fights. Oh, people okay. were just like tagging Telling me you? And stuff. Yeah, so like that's how I found out because I thought they were like showing closer to my fight, right? And uh, they were showing it last week. Not the yesterday's fights, but I forget who fought last weekend. I'm bummed that I, I, I to be completely honest with you, I'm bummed that the contender series doesn't have more promotion. Like, uh, it, it, they 
they it's do a pretty cool show. Weeks. What? Say it again. They do multiple weeks. So, uh, like, I'm only week three, and they showed me the first two weeks. So, I, I'm sure they're going to have some guys for week five and six. You know what I mean? But I guess far- I just... I guess I just mean even like on on um like on Saturday I watch the fights every Saturday night and they should just be promoting the shit out of the contender series. I mean it's so cool. It's basically like it's 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 basically just a fight night with a bunch of hype. I mean I've heard I like it when Dana described it great. It's a story about guys who just fucking it's all on the line, you know? Here they are, learn a little bit about them and their bio and bam, here they go. And yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, I think uh I thought the the house would have been cool. You know what I mean? I think this is cool. Uh, I just want a regular fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I've been doing all these con- or preparing for all these contests, basically. You know what I mean? So uh, I just want to win this fight and go back to regular fights. Yeah. I was I was I was debating uh, or not debating, discussing with someone the other day. We were trying to figure out if fighters have to pay um their coaches like how that works like so let's say like someone like tj tj dillashaw who's got a big name does he pay his coach like a flat rate or does he does the coach take a percentage of the winnings or does the coach just get accolades and like um because they train such a big fighter how does that work do you know is and i'm guessing Uh, it's different for everyone it is it's different uh i think uh whatever plan your coach got for you. Some people pay uh, memberships to the gym and don't pay, and don't pay uh, after the fight. You know what I mean? Some people train for free and then after the fight pay. So it's I think it's depending on how uh, you're set up. It, it's always like a percentage. I'm assuming because uh, they they work hard to get you there. You know what I mean? And a good coach at least. Uh, if you know you got a good coach and he put in the time and effort, they should be paid. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. How many how many fighters does your coach have? I say on our team we probably got a good twenty five fighters. Uh, with one, two, two in the UFC. I will be three if I win. Uh, we got another guy on the contender series in October, so he could be four. And we got a lot. Of, we got some undefeated prospects. We got uh, and you had, and you had the world champ, right? Is is Stipe in there? Yeah, I counted him. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you ever spar with him? I sparred with him, uh, for the first time probably in like June or July ish. Uh, in, in MMA or boxing or wrestling or or MMA. So I, we didn't do uh, takedowns because obviously <laughs> he huge, but just uh, kickboxing basically. Wow! And, and was it was it um, just like he was in there and you guys just took rounds at him? There's like eight guys and you guys just come at him, or is it just you and him just training, getting a sweat on? Uh, we did it where uh, we did like five minute rounds uh, and we switched partners. So Damn. we went with, he went with somebody before that five minutes ended. Then I went with him. And then after that, I went with somebody else. How cool is that? Is he as cool as he seems? Yeah. He did. He the same person in the uh, gym as he is on TV. 
in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he seems easygoing as shit. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope he fights again. Did, did, does he seem like he wants to fight again? Uh, yeah, he wanna just from the recent interviews he's been having. Uh, he wants his belt back. Uh, I know he wants Francis again, so I'm not sure how. Uh, we gonna get to that. I think Francis might be fighting uh the gain dude. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so if he maybe Cipe waits for that winner. Uh, but I also heard John Jones rumblings. So I'm not, I'm not, most of the stuff I hear about Stipe come from the internet. Right. Like he, he ain't really been in the gym too often. He does his, uh, he meets with the coaches or whatever. And he just living life right now, just had a baby. So uh, I haven't really talked to him about what's next or people don't really talk about it in the gym. But like most of the stuff I've seen come from the internet. Is your when I talked to you last time, it seemed like you had a really, really structured life. There wasn't there there weren't distractions, right? No girlfriend, mm-hmm. no pets. I got a little dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who helps you watch that? Me, I got a roommate. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Um, how long have you had the dog? A year. What kind of dog is it? A pit. And do you take it everywhere with you? No, he too wild. <laughs> His name Poppy. Poppy, Poppy. Is he right there at your feet? Can you hold him up? Can I see him? He uh he's across he, the room. Yeah. Um, he too big. <laughs> is he potty trained? Uh yes. He knows when he uh is unless somebody ain't at home for all day, you know what I mean? Like he'll try and go down in the basement. But like if we home, he knows when to uh he's on the schedule. Gotcha. So he okay. Knows when he, if I asked your housemate that, would your housemate agree with you? Would your housemate be like, no, fuck that. Most dogs always pissing and shitting in the house. Nah, he, he would uh, agree. <laughs> he would agree, all right. Um, <laughs> is your life still like that since the last time I talked to you? Is it just disciplined and you're just so – are you really happy with with how you prepare for this camp? Yeah, uh, my life – This I think I, I didn't talk – I talked to you this summer. So uh, that's like right when I was getting uh, in the camp. You know what I mean? So I even got more focused. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm blessed. I think this camp went great. Uh, my camp for the Ultimate Fighter, April-ish, uh, I was a little banged up. So I was a little, uh, I don't want to say worried, but I was like, damn, I'm not about to be 100%. You know what I mean? I'm going to be close, but to fight multiple people, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what recover. you mean, but I'll take your word. Well, uh, okay, so th- this fight is one fight, you know what I mean? This yeah. Fight, after I beat this dude, I can chill out for a month. Ah. In the house, I got if I'm injured, I fight this dude. Even if I win, I may still be a little banged up. And then two weeks later, I might have to fight another top prospect. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying is not enough time. I would have just had to rent, run through the house uh but this one uh i think uh god looked out for me and uh my body is healthy i just got to get the weight down camp went good uh probably the best camp i had so i'm excited to see how i uh how i perform september 14th it's a week from tomorrow 
Mo Miller will yeah. be fighting on the Contender Series. Everyone should check it out. And uh, and uh, soon as uh, soon as we can, we'll have him on again and, and and find out what it was like to be on the Contender Series and, and whoop some ass. Mo, thanks, man. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. This man. is so cool. I'm so excited for you. I'm 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 like. I'm I'm, tr- tr- I'm trying to act cool, but I'm so giddy. Like I'm gonna get off here and tell my little boys, I know someone who's gonna be on the Contender series. <laughs> I'm really I'm really pumped for you. All right, man. Hell yeah. You have a great day. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you as always. And hey, if I you will... try and text me or call me 